Blog Talk Radio. Thank you. On behalf of General Tire, where any weather is possible, drivers, start your engines! Pack up the crew and head out to Talladega Super Speedway for race weekend October 12th through 14th. Ticket holders for the 1000Bulbs.com 500 can enjoy free camping in three different campgrounds around the track. This is more than a race. This is Talladega. night and it's time to get rowdy catch up on this week in arca and nascar with news and comments plus you never know who will stop by for a visit right here on the rowdy mag like show here's your weekly radio duo rowdy and mark all right welcome back to Monday night with the Rowdy Maglite crew. And uh, helping me tonight, hey, I know I got the Chi-Town duel, Jack Man Jeff and Chi-Town Mark. What about it there, guys? Hey, Rowdy, it's Monday night. Monday night, it's time to get Rowdy. 
I got my coffee as usual, a little water to make sure I can stay hydrated. And uh, I'm ready to talk racing. We got a lot of racing to talk about tonight, Rowdy. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. I hadn't heard from Jeff, but usually he's a he's on. So yeah, I, I shouted out to Jeff too, but he's not. He hadn't called in yet. Uh, Mark, well, get ready yeah, for the dirt racing, man. I'm telling you. Uh, five, I look today, five days, and it'll be Springfield, Illinois, where the uh, Arca Racing Series presented by Menards in their 66th year. That's all coming. Sunday, isn't that? Yeah, 1.40 in the afternoon is supposed to be the drop of the green flag, Rowdy, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to be there. Uh, I'm going to meet a, a gentleman we met earlier in the season in another race, although it wasn't an ARCA race. It was a dirt race. Uh, he has the purple school bus compared to your white school bus, and, of course, we talked a little bit. And next thing you know, we were being fed and escorted to the top of the bus to watch the races. And it was a uh, a great view, to say the least. And uh, we, we walked away with full bellies and uh, great admiration for Mr. O.E. Smith. Well, Mark, they opened up the garage Saturday morning. Well, no, Sunday morning. It opens up at uh, 6 o'clock. It's a one-day show, Rowdy. In and out. You come in early, you leave late. Yep, it's gonna be a long. That's gonna. It's gonna be the makings for a long day, isn't it? Well, it's a one forty-eight, you know, p.m. Central Time start. Uh, meaning that race is gonna be over by three o'clock in the afternoon, and for the fans, that's great because then they can head off to the uh, the fair and enjoy the rides and the food and all the entertainment that's out there besides the racing. Uh, uh, Racing in the in the state fair doesn't get much better. It's a great combination, and you and I know that very well after being at the coin a couple of years ago together. Well, I tell you, that's great, Mark. That was uh, one heck of aviance to have the state fair and the racing all at nighttime behind you in the backdrop. That was uh, pretty special. Well, if any of our friends from ARCA are listening, Charlie, Mr. Drager, let's make it a night race again. That was just the atmosphere of the whole works were, uh, were were just so exciting and and great to, to to watch the background with all the lights blinking on with the rides and uh, the people enjoying themselves and the sounds going on. Uh, yeah, it, it, it was special, wasn't it, Rowdy? It, it was. And one thing I found is uh, make sure you bring your uh, tackle box and rod, uh, your best rod and reel. <laughs> they were fishing. At least at the coin. <laughs> yeah, at the coin, right? Spring Springfield, they uh, they fill that infield up. It's hard to find a parking spot, Rowdy. Uh, they just have so much going on. Again, it's the state fair. What what more could you ask for? And uh, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully, Jeff will be with me as we uh, my uh, my cohort as usual and. Uh, who knows? You may even be sneaking up there. So uh, we're we're covered on on that, and uh, hopefully, you know, one or more of us will be there to cover the whole race weekend for us. Well, the way we're gonna roll tonight, we got Chase Purdy calling in at seven ten. Hopefully, uh, Chase is gonna get to call in. He's uh, 
You know, he, he said he'd do his best and try, Mark. As he told you, and he also told me. So uh, hopefully he'll call in. Then. If our next guest is five Eastern time, it's going to be uh, Logan Seavey, and he's going to be driving the Venturini number 20 Toyota. And uh, it, well, actually, he's driving both dirt races, Mark. Is he driving the Silver Crown race also on Saturday night or Saturday afternoon? I, I don't know, Mark. That's something we can I, find I, out. When he... I would suspect with his open wheel uh, prowess, Rowdy, that he, he may be running the uh, the Silver Crown race on, on Saturday also. But, yeah, something we need to ask him and, and look forward to. Well, and then uh, at 8 o'clock Eastern time, a guy that's definitely no stranger, and we missed him being on at the uh, – Gateway one in Mark when we got there and seen him like they come. We've got to get Adam Mackey to come on. So we got Adam Mackey calling in at, at eight o'clock and they've got the both dirt races and I, I sure hope and pray that that keeps continuously on after twenty twenty, Mark. Yeah, Rowdy. Uh we we uh we had we were hoping to schedule Adam on even after uh uh, him not being able to do it, and I, I'm us both missing out on it. Uh, but Adam does so much racing; he had other uh, things do, going on that evening. It was impossible for him to call in. And uh, tonight, we're lucky enough to have him call in. He's a great guest. He's really informative. Uh, call in and ask him a question. He likes to answer those. So, yeah, we're 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 lucky to have Adam calling in. Uh, he. Bob Sargent and Track Enterprises are a great, great promotional team. They do a great, a great, great deal when they, when they got they've got the the track. You know, it's just like Arca having the track. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we uh, uh, we we enjoy. Enjoy the uh, the track enterprise. I enjoy all the promoters we deal with. Howdy, for the most part, we have no problems with them. They're really good to us, and we appreciate what they help us out to do to help cover these races. And uh, uh, we're just going to keep plugging away and covering as many as we can, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, we'll try to enjoy it just a little bit. What do you think, Rowdy? Uh, I say, uh, let's do both of them. I like doing both. Just hope we can well, remember it like done. If you don't like what you're doing, it's not worth doing it. So, you know, we like what we're doing. So, yeah, we're we're going to continue on. We're going to take this as far as we can, ladies and gentlemen, and we're going to have a lot of fun with it. Well, Mark, you know, uh, the point situation, we've got uh, Shelton Creed at the top and Zane Smith, Riley Herps at third. And uh, Chase Purdy, our guest, is at four. He's in fourth. Travis Braden, Natalie Decker's in sixth. That that was kind of a change, wasn't it? Natalie was in fifth. Yeah, she uh, she's had a couple of decent runs the last races, but so have other, you know, her competitors. Uh, I think Chase Purdy is just coming into his own right now, and I he. Anything can happen. Something can happen to Zane and Sheldon Creed. And both those cars can have bad nights in, on the same night. And they did at Elko. And they're going to be a big closing of the gap in points. So, uh, 
But as 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 they stand now, uh, yeah, it's a tough position to be in. They need some they need some help to get back into the point situation. But uh, Riley Herbst is another. He's he's due to win too, Rowdy. How long we've we been talking about that? Man, I'm telling you, y'all know like you know like I know, Mark. Riley's uh, it's just a matter of everything rolling his way. Pretty much, just like yeah. that. He's he's yeah. He and Chase Pretty have had a little bad luck and some finishes maybe they didn't deserve, and it happens. That's racing. Uh, but yeah, Zane Smith and and Sheldon Creed. Sheldon went on a roll. Chase's or uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Zane was on a roll. Uh, they're both close in points. Either one of them could win the championship this year. Uh, the MDM cars are the ones to beat right now. Uh, Venturini's right there knocking on the door. Don't get me wrong. And, and some of the other teams are too, but MDM's got something going. What can you say, Rowdy? Uh, they do, Mark. You just, I mean, we talked about one, two, four for MDM and the point system. You know, right in the third spot. Chase Purdy really, really impressed me past Tuesday night up in uh, Wisconsin International Raceway in Kaukauna, Wisconsin, Rowdy. <clears throat> it's an odd street. It's a D-shaped half mile. The radius of turns one and two are very different than the radius of three and four. The banking's different. So the balance of the car is, is very tough, tough to, to get. And, and for somebody to come in and never raced there before, and did what he did. I've seen some really experienced race cars, race car guys coming to the, the Wisconsin International and look really bad because it's such a hard place to get a hold of. And he picked it up, boom, just like that. Well, hey, hey, we we had a good feeling about it, didn't we, Mark? We was talking about him to come on the show before he, we actually. Uh, Found out he won the we race. Did. We did, Rowdy, and I don't remember if it was you or it was me, but one of us said, "Now that we have him, you know, we're going to have him on the show. Hopefully, he'll go out and win the race." And sure enough, he did. So that Rowdy man, like magic, for the radio show is still going. Uh, be it you or be it me, uh, that touch uh, you see us before the race—that's that, almost as good as uh, being on the show the week before the race. So it was fun. Uh, he. Earned it. It wasn't a, a give, just take and run away with it. He earned that win. Uh, he drove his behind off. He beat one of the best I've seen in years in short track super late models. And he beat some of the best that night. So, uh, yeah, I, I think uh, keep an eye out for, for Chase Purdy on the ARCA scene. He's got that big win under his belt. Uh, even though it wasn't an ARCA by Menards, it was an ARCA Midwest Tour race. So it's gonna it's gonna be an interesting end of the season. What do you say? It's tough to say end of the season. I'm ready to start all over again. I know. Well, that wasn't a bad check for uh, Chase. Ten thousand dollars to win. No, uh, the the race paid out. In you know, 
at least $1,200 to start, depending on where you're finishing. So last place, took home $1,200. Well, you know, maybe that covered your tires. Maybe it didn't. But uh, they had 38 cars, 39 cars try to qualify. Uh, they started 30. Eight or nine teams went home unhappy, Rowdy, and that's the sad part about it. But uh, it was that big of a race that everyone, everybody wanted to try to, to win it and get into it. Yep. Well, Mark, I think I got Chase Six and Kyle in. Um, All right. So hopefully uh, he's going to have time. I'm looking forward to well, hey, y'all be seeing him. I don't know so much. Tomorrow hinges on whether I'm going to be able to see him Sunday or not. We're we're keeping our fingers crossed on that one, Rowdy, and hopefully it's going to work out really well. All right, uh, Mark. All right, everyone, I'd like to welcome the show driver of the number eight MDM, Chase Purdy. Hey, welcome to back to the Rowdy Maglite Show, Chase. <laughs> What's up, man? Uh, Chase, listen, man, congratulations on your win. We just got through talking about $10,000 to win. They wasn't playing, was it? No, they weren't. No, it was uh, a really cool moment for me. Uh, you know, I liked it. I've been on a bit of a, a dry spell where I couldn't have haven't been able to get the job done, but it was really believing um, when that moment came the other night. It was um, something I'm not going to forget. Well, Mark and I have been talking about it, Chase. I think maybe that's going to give you the confidence to uh, push yourself forward in the ARCA Racing Series presented by Menards. But uh, you've got seven top five and ten or nine top ten finishes. And I I told Mark all along, I said, this kid can win any time. He's just in the wrong place at the wrong time sometimes. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, We've definitely had great speed in our ARCA car and, um, you know, after um, the Wisconsin race, we went and tested, and um, I feel good about our test session that we had at uh, at uh, Lucas Oil and you know at Speedway. And I think that I think that will be something to compete with when we go there. But uh, right now, the goal is on turning right this weekend to go left because we're going to be on dirt. So that'll be something different for me. Um, it'll be a learning experience for everybody. But um, you know, I got a whole lot of confidence, and I know my guys have faith in me. So. We'll see what we can do there. Well, well, Chase, that was one of the reasons. Uh, I know Mark asked you before the race, but Mark had called me and told me he'd gotten there. And I said, Mark, go down and see if Chase wants to call in on Monday night and uh, so we can talk about the dirt races coming up. And uh, he said it, or I said it. One of us said, we got a good feeling that he's going to win tonight. And they got me if you didn't win. Mark told me when it was over with and said, did you know Chase won? And I said, yes, sir, I did. And hopefully we'll have him on Monday night. So, hey, congratulations again, uh, Chase. Mark, you're live with Chase Purdy. You was there to see that happen. It was, Rowdy. It was a really good race. Uh I was impressed. I've been watching that Midwest tour for quite a few years, Chase, and uh, Wisconsin International is my favorite racetrack, and uh, I get there a couple times a year. And I've never seen somebody with no experience at at WYR come in and pull off what you did. Uh, Maybe Mark Martin in the the, the mid-70s, but nobody since then. And uh, 
Yeah, I hope that Tusk made you, you know, come out a little bit more, uh, and, and you guys got your adrenaline rolling, it sounds like. Yeah, no, we, um, this is our, like I said, it was our first trip up there, and like you said, I mean, that place is tough to anybody that's new um, to that area. And, um, I mean, I just remember walking in the gates and thinking, oh, man, we got our work cut out this weekend. And, uh, you know, we had Chris Wimmer helping us uh, for the yeah, I mean they I mean they really did a great job with the car. I mean that I mean the car rolled off pretty fast and um we were tuning on it, tuning on it and we actually missed uh, a good bit of the first practice session. So we really only had um uh, one full practice session to really test things out. Um and you know, we got it dialed in and um, you know, I told the guys, you know, I don't think it's going to qualify well, but I do think it's going to race really well. And um, they're like, okay, well, we agree. You know, your your firing off speed isn't too good. And um, that was that kind of became the name of the game. Is you know, we're going to need some long runs. It's going to need going to need a fifteen to fifteen lap or more stretch um, at the end of the race for us to. And, you know that's what happened, and you know you get lucky sometimes when those moments happen. And um, I just remember being caution after caution sometimes there for a little bit in the race, and uh, it just you know at that point you have to deal the cards you're dealt. And you know we all did a great job. I was surprised how good our car actually fired off um, after halfway on restarts and stuff. We uh, ended up being a really good all around, and uh, you know those last thirty laps were the longest lap that I could. I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, I, I was watching uh, from the infield, and I wasn't sure you guys were so equal. I couldn't figure out what it was going to take for you to get by him, and uh, sure enough, you found something. What's that? So it was... It was it was uh, amazing that you got by him. You got a lot of character, Rowdy. Hold on just a second there, Mark. All right, Rowdy. Did that help? Oh, yeah. There okay. we go. <laughs> okay. Sorry I, I there, guys. Sorry about that. I was just commenting that uh, I wasn't sure if you had enough for Dan Fredrickson or not. Uh, you guys were so equal. Uh Top side, bottom side. Uh, you had enough to get up on him and get by uh, the side of him, but you know that that little oof that you needed to get by him. And uh, what what did it take to finally do that? Yeah, um, it was one of those situations where you know it's always easier to catch someone rather than pass them, so to say. And uh, you know we caught him, and I'm like, okay, we're better than him, but we also have to be a decent bit better than him to get by him. And that's, that's when things became hard and you start looking um, around on the racetrack for places where you're better than him by a good margin and that's when you try to pass. And every time I could get up underneath them, it's like we go in the next corner and I couldn't finish the deal off. He would just drive up off the corner, pass me, and clear me again. And um, at that point, I knew I'm going to need a restart and I'm going to have to try and pull something out of the bag here and get by him. And so we unfortunately had that restart and 
the inside line never went all night. And um, I told my spotter and my crew chief, I was like, guys, I really think that if I can just time this right and, and you know, get a good jump off the line, then I think that we can probably get by him here off of, off of turn two. And um, we did just that, man. And it was like after that, you got your lane choice when the caution came back out. And it was all about not making any mistakes. Um, he who makes the least amount of mistakes wins the race, typically. And, you know, it was just, that's just what we did. You know, everybody did their job, you know, and, and it was just a really good experience for all of us. Um, your your super late mile team's based out of Florida, is it not? What is that? Your super late mile team, Anthony Campy Racing, is that now? They're based out of Florida, aren't they? Yes, they're out of Florida. So they made a long drive up for a one day show. Um, and we were going to go to Berlin Monday, but they canceled Berlin. So you know. The, the good thing about them driving all that way for a one-day show is we won. You know, I don't think you can get yes. any better than that. We uh, we were uh, supposed to be doing the show tonight in the parking lot of Berlin waiting for the race to start. So, yeah, you and I are both supposed to be there. Oh, yeah. Um, what's, uh, what's your next super late mile race, do you think? What do you have in your sleeve for the for the, for the next couple months. Yeah, I believe I got Nashville next. Uh, so I'll be running the All-American. I don't know if you guys will be down there or not, but uh, I'll be running the All-American with Anthony Campy again. And, uh, it'll be a cool race for me. It's the Down South show. Uh, you know, it's kind of for my general area, so to speak. So I'm um, really looking forward to that, I, you know, especially coming off our last race. And, you know, it definitely brings a lot of momentum back to the table. So feel good about it. I would say. I would say. Now, do you have minimal dirt practice experience, Sorry, you're, you're scratching up a little bit. That, that sounds bad. Okay, what, what's your dirt race experience like? Yeah, I can't. I can't hear you. I just got this. I know. I, I'm having a hard time hearing you too, Dave. I'm sorry. Yeah, I got. It's clear now. So go ahead. Okay. That's that's the problem with live radio. You never know what you're going to run into. <laughs> that's right. Now, what what's your experience in the dirt scene? Do you have much dirt racing experience at all? To be honest with you, not much. Um, you know, I started on dirt and go-karts, but I don't know how comparative that is to a big car on dirt. Uh, you know, I raced dirt my first three, four years of racing. So, um, I guess you could say I, you know, I'm familiar with the scene, um, but right. how it's going to race, I have no idea. Um, you know, but from what I've heard is it's not like you're actually sideways like a dirt late model and the videos I've seen, um, you know, they stay relatively straight, but a little kicked out sideways. And that's kind of how a go-kart was when I raced. So, uh, you know, it could be pretty similar. Um, but, you know, I, I, I'm i really excited about it, actually. I think it's going to be a an awesome experience. You know, I'm just going to go out there and have fun and, and hang the back end <laughs> out and keep digging, you know. I mean, it's, um, you know, a lot of people don't get this opportunity and something that is, been flashed in front of my eyes uh, 
it's a healthy reminder. It, you know, I'm fortunate to be able to do this. And uh, it's just now when I go to the racetrack every weekend, I treat it like it's my last race. Uh, you know, just, you never know how long you'll be able to do it. You know, this sport's hard to keep progressing in. And, um, of course, unfortunately, it takes a lot of money to, to get to the top. So um, just going in every race, excited and, and pumped up, and you never know what will happen. I mean, I walked in, you know, like I said, this last race that I won, and I was like, ain't, ain't no way we're going to be top five here. You know what I mean? Like, and and we weren't. We were, we were top one. So um, you never know what's in store. Well, congratulations. It was one of my the most enjoyable races I've watched all year. Yeah, it was just a good race, good competitive race. Uh, people got their money's worth, and you're a big reason for that day. So I'm stopping by, and I'll see you uh, Sunday in, in Springfield, and I'm going to turn you back over to Rowdy. Yeah, man, sounds good. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for being on. We'll see you, we'll see you Sunday. Yes, sir. Thanks, Take Mark. it away, Rowdy. All right, thanks, Mark. Uh, Chase, listen, I know uh, you're busy. You got school. Aren't you fixing to start college this week? Yes, sir, I am. Hey, actually, I got to go. Something came up real quick, but thanks for having me on. You're quite welcome, Chase, and looking forward to seeing you this weekend, buddy. Yes, sir. Thank you, Chase. All right, Mark. Chase Purdy. Well, we got more time with Chase than I thought we would, Rowdy, and, and I'm sorry he had to run off like he did because we could have gone another 10 or 15 minutes with Chase. Easy. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I was going to just bring him on and let him uh, just mention that he, of all this is going on, he's got to get ready to start school this week. And uh, I know he didn't have much time and let him call out his sponsors, but Bama Buggies, man, they right beside him. Uh, In Polaris? He's got a good – Right, and Polaris, and MDM. Yes, MDM's been uh, been the team of the year this year, and uh, uh, especially considering how good Venturini's been, Rowdy, uh, it's made for an excellent racing season for the for the fan. Well, Mark, I I don't know. It was my. I dial back in on the phone. Uh, I'm gonna plug it back in and see if when I unplug the jacket, quit making that noise. Okay. All right. I don't know where it was coming from, but like I said, when I unplugged the jacket, it cleared up. I couldn't hear the static on my end. Yeah, we were both having problems hearing there for a bit, Rowdy. Well, it sounds like we'll see him in uh, Nashville for the All-American 400 also, besides our ARCA races, Rowdy. That's exactly right, uh, Mark. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm, uh, yeah, that's... that's that's a long haul. It's, it was a four-hour drive for me to, to get to the racetrack. It's about four hours north of me, and I'm on the, uh, the southeast side of the Chicago metro area in Indiana. And uh, I don't know where they're coming from, but the, the closest you can get to my 
you know, the Florida from my house, uh, mid-Florida is a good 18, 19-hour drive. So, yeah, they drove a day just to get up there to win on top of it. Well, all right. Hey, Chase Purdy. Awesome to see him bring yeah. it in on victory lane there. It was. It was kind of a surprise win, like I said. Uh, he was even surprised himself when he said he walked in and, and saw the layout of the track, and he, he knew he had his hands full. But he took right to it, like a fish to water. That's right. Mark, let's stop this minute and take us a little break. All right, Rowdy.
All right, Mark. Hey, listen, we're going to bring our next guest on. we got Logan Seavey calling in, and I'd like to welcome Logan Seavey to the Rowdy Maglite Show. And uh, Logan's going to be driving the number 20 Venturini Toyota this weekend. Or, yeah, this weekend at uh, Springfield. Actually going to be doing both races, aren't you, Logan? Yeah, yeah, we're planning on going to Springfield and then uh, do coin there in about a month. So, uh, Logan, kind of tell us how you got started in racing. Uh, I know you, you're doing some midgets, but how do you, how do you get from uh, – let us know who Logan is. Yeah, so I started racing uh, when I was five years old. I'm 21 now, so it's been probably 15, 16 years I've been racing. I started in Outlaw Carts uh, in Northern California. And I uh, just kind of did that for quite a while. And, um, you know, about three or four years ago, I kind of started venturing into sprint cars and midgets and stuff like that. And then uh, over the last year, I've been teamed up with Toyota with the midget program they got going on in their driver development. They have, uh, um, you know, it's pretty cool what they do for, for drivers like myself, uh, just to be able to give them opportunities that, you know, they normally wouldn't give for me, you know, to do these ARCA races. And, you know, they allowed me to do a truck race earlier in the year. So, um, you know, I'm just fortunate to be here and uh, looking forward to these uh, two ARCA races that I'm able to do this year. Well, Logan, that was I was pretty impressed. You got to drive uh, Eldoro uh, this in the truck series, and uh, that's that's pretty awesome. Yeah, it was a it was a cool experience. Just to just be able to run a truck race in general is fun, but uh, you know, to get in a KVM truck, which is uh, you know the best out there, and be able to run up front all day and in, in my debut and you know lead a bunch of laps it was it was really fun and um you know wish a few things at the at the end would have went our way uh, i think we had a shot to win there but it's, uh, that's how racing goes so hopefully hopefully gonna try again next year and uh you know try to win that thing well mark's been to springfield i've been to the coin and we've both been to the coin that the coin uh dirt mile that's an awesome track and uh you know the aviance of the fairgrounds and and everything all these uh, surrounding that's going on. It makes for a great weekend. So I'm kind of looking for. I'm not going personally. I don't think make it this weekend, but I know Mark is. Mark, you live with Logan. Thanks, Rowdy. Welcome to the show, Logan. Glad you could uh, take a little time to be with us this evening. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me on. It's fun. We're uh, we're looking forward to stopping by and visiting with you a little bit on Sunday at the races. Uh, well, if you're not too busy, we if we see the drivers busy, we generally don't go and bug them too much. But if he's got a couple minutes, we're definitely going to jump in there and, and say hello at least. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, come by, say hi. I'm, I don't know what I don't know what my schedule's like. I know it's uh, kind of a longer day, so hopefully, hopefully, I'll have some time in there to hang out for a few minutes but yeah it's kind of a yeah. i'm not used to this kind of stuff you know it starts at 8 a.m i think or some drivers meeting at 8 a.m or something i don't know dirt racing we have drivers meeting at 5 p.m so stuff uh, a little different for me <laughs> well tommy venturini's going to have you busy i'm sure between photographs and interviews so maybe let us grab a couple minutes with you yeah yeah for sure i'm sure we could find some time in there so um yeah like i said i'm just looking forward to it, it should be a should be a fun race, fun two races. Well, uh, how do you, you know, you're running both races this weekend. How is that able to, uh, can you translate one to the other, or are they just apples and oranges, race car to race car? 
for what what, are we, what am I comparing? Sorry. Well, I'm just, you're you're driving the Silver Crown car, correct? No, no, I'm I'm not. I wish I was. I'm actually racing uh, <laughs> Saturday. I'm gonna race Macon, Illinois, in a midget. Uh, I wish I had a Silver Crown race ride going, but uh, unfortunately I don't. So I'm just gonna run the I'm gonna run a midget and Macon on Saturday, and then it's about 45 minutes from Springfield, and then I uh, I'll drive on over to uh, to Springfield to run the Arca race. Oh, okay. My mistake. I when they, we were talking about the double header, I thought the double header was at Springfield itself, not Macon in Springfield. Well, Macon's an interesting little track. It's a little smaller than Springfield, though. Yeah, you probably put about ten ten Macons inside inside of Springfield, man. I think it's super small. So, but it's a it's a fun little racetrack, and you know, midgets are a blast to drive. So. Um, definitely a lot different than an ARCA car. You know, midgets are only 900,000 pounds, and I, I, don't, I can't even tell you what ARCA car weighs, I'd assume, in the mid-3,000s mid or so. So it's going to be a slight change, but uh, I'm looking forward to it. Luckily, I got to run that truck race to get a little bit of a stock car experience on dirt. Yeah, with the heavier uh, machinery, it does make a big difference in, in your braking aspect and acceleration, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. You just, those things are just so heavy and, um, you know, just so big in general. I'm not, not the biggest thing for me really is when I've been for my little stock car experiences, just knowing where my front bumper is at, knowing where the back of the car is at, knowing where the right side of the car is at. Uh, and a midget, you know, I can reach out and touch every, touch every part of the car if I need to. So it's kind of a little bit easier to know your surroundings. So, um, that's kind of one of the bigger steps or the harder, harder parts for me getting into a stock car is just, knowing how big the thing is. Now you're running the, the national, the USAC national circuit, are you not? Yeah, yeah, we're leading the USAC national midget points right now. Um, with only okay. three more races left, yeah. Do you, uh, do you run any other series on, on your off weekends? Uh, yeah, I mean, I do, um, we also do a lot of power eye races, which is the same exact cars as USAC, uh, it's just a different, it's more Illinois-based uh, midget racing, a lot shorter tracks. Um, but then I also, also run a sprint car for Chase Briscoe. I'm sure you guys know him. Uh, he's obviously but won some marker races. been on the show a couple of times. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, I drive Chase Chase sprint is a car. great champion for Arca. Yeah, yeah. I run Chase sprint car all the time. Uh, I'm racing Friday also in Chase sprint car in Indiana. So I'm doing three races this weekend, uh, and Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So. Um, you know, so I'll do the sprint car set Friday, midget Saturday, and then ARCA car Sunday. What, where are you running Friday night in, in Indiana? Uh, we're running Bloomington, Indiana. Okay. Never been there. I thought they would be I-69 or Kokomo or something like that. Uh, yeah, we've got a Kokomo here in a couple of weeks. And, uh, actually, it's, it's actually a couple of days after I come back from the train show. We've got a Kokomo. Um, but yeah, I, I Chase lets me run in front car quite a bit. Okay. Cleared it up. What's that? I, were you getting bad static there for a little bit? Yeah, yeah, I was getting that too. Okay, well, yeah, well, whatever Rowdy did, he, he cleared it up. He's good at that, and, and we're lucky. Uh, yeah, he's not only a good host, he's a pretty good producer, too, so <laughs> he does it all. He does it all. Well, 
where are you based out of? And, and uh, you said you'd run a lot of the, uh, do you run it, uh, what tracks do you run in, in, in the, uh, the power series? Um, so I'm, I'm current, I, I'm from Sutter, California, but, uh, I currently live in, uh, Columbus, Indiana. Uh, that's where the Keith Hitler Sports Shop is. And that's, uh, that's where I stay all basically, I just moved there a few months ago, but I'm there most of the time. And we just kind of travel uh-huh. around, uh, travel around all the different races. Um, but the power eye races, we do a lot of, mostly Illinois, uh, Jacksonville and Macon and, um, you know, there's a ton of little short tracks in Illinois that we we go to. So, oh, yeah. Um, City, but we also, we also travel, you know, Missouri and that stuff, you know, Oklahoma, stuff like that, Wisconsin. Um, they go, the both both series go to lots of different states and lots of different tracks. Right, right. Well, thanks, Logan. I, you know what? We're looking forward to, to meeting you this, this weekend at Springfield, and it was great to have you on the show. And I'm going to turn you back over to Rowdy. I know he wants to give you a little bit more information out of you. Best of luck this weekend. I'll talk to you Sunday. Safe travels, my friend. Awesome. Thanks Thanks for having me on. I'll, I'll see you down there in Springfield. All right. You got it, buddy. Take her away, Rowdy. Thanks, Mark. Uh, Logan, man, when you walked into Venturini's motorsports operation, you had to know you hit the gold mine, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, for sure. When I, uh, you know, when the Toyota Racing Development guys called me and told me that uh, they want me to do the ARCA races. And, um, you know, I think there's no better team right now than to go race with Venturini. Um, you know, they are awesome race cars, and they've won, they've won races on the dirt in the past. So I know they're going to have – they're going to be fast there. Um, you know, it's kind of a kind of an unknown to a lot of stock car guys is how to, how to get around on the dirt. And uh, it's good to be able to go straight to a team that's had success there in the past. So – uh, I'm looking forward to working with all the guys over there, and um, you know I'm actually going to the shop tomorrow to make sure uh, make sure everything's good inside the cockpit for me, and uh, uh, you know everything's comfortable, and just make sure we have a game plan going into going into the race on Sunday. I tell you, Logan, uh, let's talk just a few minutes about sponsors. It's going to make it possible for you to do this next two races. Yeah, I mean, like I kind of mentioned earlier, uh, you know, Toyota Racing Development over the past year has completely just changed my life hugely, um, you know, with all the opportunities they've allowed me to do. But just to race midgets uh, is a dream come true. But, um, you know, to be able to race stock car stuff too and uh, just be able to get out there on a bigger stage like I have and like they let me run the truck race and, you know, being able to run these ARCA races is is pretty big for me in my career and, uh you know, just to have those experiences is really fun. So Toyota and TRD is definitely, you know, my biggest backer right now. And we're going to have Craftsman on the, on the car there at Ducoin and Springfield. So that's pretty cool. Kind of a, kind of a newer sponsor to Toyota, uh, just coming this year. And, uh, you know, you see him on Joe Gibbs stuff now. And, um, you know, a couple of our midgets have Craftsman on them as well. So, um, that's that's as far as I know is what's going to be on the cars Crossman and Toyota. So other than that, uh, I don't have I don't get all the information. Well, I just uh, they just tell me uh, what time to be at the racetrack and I kind of show up. So I understand <laughs> that, Logan. Well, you're in good shape, my friend, and uh, I'm telling you, looking forward to it. You and and you definitely have a chance to be in victory lane because uh, it's it's the stiffest competition in ARCA I've seen in a long time, Andy Mark. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely uh, definitely tough 
tough race and now everywhere you go nowadays i mean everybody's good everywhere you go and um you know there's a lot of good guys in the arca series and um you know i think just from watching watching videos and, um you know from from my eldor experience i think we'll be good i think we'll be fine um you know i think one that'll be one of our toughest competitions i think will be uh sheldon creed i'd assume he's he's good on the dirt and he ran pretty respectable there at eldor in the truck race so uh, and he's ran well in the dirt and arca in the past so i think he'll be It'll be tough, but, um, you know, I'm confident that my car will be good, and hopefully uh, I can adapt to the big mile and go all right there for him. Well, uh, Logan, how can everybody follow you on social media? Yeah, it's just uh, Logan underscore CV on, on all social media. So, um, you know, just go Instagram, Twitter, check it out. Um, you know, I try to post on there as much as I can, keep up with all my recent ideas. So, um, yeah, just Logan underscore CV. Logan, I appreciate you spending a little time with us on Monday night. Looking forward to meeting you and hopefully having you in on Winter Circle on Monday night. I hope so, too. Thanks for having me on, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Logan. Good luck this weekend. Thank you. All right. Mark, uh, you know, there's no doubt he's in the, got the right equipment, right people behind him. It's all about the way it's like. Uh, Chase said a while ago, it's all how the cards play out, you know? Well, you know, it's interesting, Rowdy, because, you know, we, we talk about how do you get through and you go up the ladder and work your way and uh, how do these drivers get found in the first place? Well, Toyota's got a heck of a reach out there. Uh, Christopher <laughs> Bell, uh, now Logan Seavey, uh and let's, you know, we can probably name a few more on top of that, Rowdy. Uh, they are really aggressively out there searching for the next big driver. Well, you know, Mark, we've said it before. How we have the, all the, some, not all, the, we have some of these Toyota haters. And I just look them in the face and go, hey, the reason Toyota's doing so good is because they're spending money to find new drivers. They're not sitting back in. Uh, waiting for the drivers to slowly come trickling in. Yep. Yep. No, they like, you know, it, they're not just out looking. They're aggressively looking for drivers. And you know what? They're turning them up. Uh, and then they turn them over to Joe Gibbs and Kyle Busch. And uh, they just do amazing things when they get into their trucks and into those Xfinity cars. And, uh, I tell you what, I don't think any of the cup drivers that have been at Joe Gibbs for more than a few years they better look behind you know, them and see these guys coming up quick, real quick. They're replacing well, they're them there. The, they're on their way, Mark. Very much so, Rowdy. Very much so. And uh, I think they're going to be there before we know it. Well, I don't know what. All I can tell you is my difficulty is got to, it's in this plug. Because each time I unplug it, when y'all said you was having problems, I quickly unplugged it and called the show, and it cleared right up. So I'm going to probably yeah. have to replace this. Well, it happens, <laughs> Riley. It happens. It, it's called limited budget. 
<laughs> Working on a limited budget. Well, you know, Rowdy, I was looking at the schedule of the race earlier today, and as we were just talking about it a little while ago, a 1.40 p.m. Central Time start. Uh, that race is going to be over by 3 o'clock in the afternoon in uh, Central Illinois, uh, yeah. allowing everybody to go to the fair afterwards. Uh, pretty ingenious, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So that's got my attention. I'm going to go to uh, the coin race and see what time that starts. Three o'clock in the afternoon. So, okay. I'll tell you, that oh, got night race. Right. It should be a night race. It should. It, it was so much fun, Rowdy. Uh, plus the fact that that was our first get together since Nashville, and uh, we took the show to another level. I think after that weekend, buddy. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yes, sir. I I've always appreciated the fact that you know you you gave me a little chance here and. It's real difficult to sit there. Let's see if, you know, if you don't like racing, that's one thing. If you like racing, this is one of the shows you need to listen to. Because uh, we just talk racing. Arca racing, midget racing, sprint car racing. Little yep. NASCAR. Little NASCAR if we have to. But, well, you know, hey, what about uh, Logan racing for Chase? Yeah, that was an interesting side bit that I didn't know about. And, uh, yeah, me neither. He's proud of it, too. He, he said it about four times. Yep. That, that was, uh, uh, like I said, a little tidbit that we, we were unaware of that uh, became. Yeah, we only had Chase on, what, half a dozen times on the show with his wins? That one year, it was about either eight or nine times because he won seven <laughs> races. And we had him on before. You remember? I, and I was like, Chase, man, when when you kick this door down, the winds are going to come so much easier. Boy, when he kicked the door down, they stormed it. Right. They that, stormed that was, it. That was something. Well, so, we saw a little bit of that this year, but it wasn't, but it wasn't the same driver, Rowdy. It's been either Zane Smith or Sheldon Creed. And once they started, they haven't stopped, have they? No, I sure haven't. So, uh, we're just waiting on Adam Mackey now, aren't we? Can you bring that pass that first hour win? Well, I got some questions for Adam now after talking with Logan, and uh, uh, he's going to be a busy guy. He's going to be at Springfield during the day, and he's got to shoot back to making Speedway their home track and their base bases of operations to run a uh, a USAC midget race. So that he's, he's going to be happy, boy. <laughs> does, does it you, Mark? That don't surprise me with Adam. <laughs> no, and, and we're not we're not saying that's good. It's bad because darn it, we've done it ourselves. <laughs> you ain't kidding. And we'll do it again. So. No, Adam's just a busy guy. No, it's not surprising he's doing it in the first place. So, 
You know, more power to he and Bob Sargent and Track Enterprises. Their Enterprise, they uh, they put on some really good races. Uh, they got stuck with weather a couple races this year. They should not have had to deal with, but uh, hopefully they'll be back next year with those events, and uh, we'll be there to to cover them and and expose them and uh, enjoy them. Well, Mark, since you got that started. Hey, listen, everybody needs to get kind of concerned about the fairgrounds again at Nashville because it uh, looks like it's coming back up for vote, what, next week, I think, Mark. They they met last week, and the final meetings this coming, if I'm not mistaken, this coming week. Thursday, maybe this Thursday. I'm not sure the circumstances or exactly what happened, but evidently there was information that was withheld on the deal and who the deal was with. And uh, uh, I don't know if that's going to put a a monkey wrench in their works or not, Rowdy, but something's always coming up with with the way they they handle their, their politics in Nashville, it seems. Yeah, have you heard something different, Mark? Uh, I've just seen some. I've just seen some things on Facebook on the internet uh, about it, and uh, yeah, somebody was trying to keep certain parts of the deal hush hush, and uh, plans that weren't fully exposed, and that type of thing. So, gosh knows what uh, we're going to have for next week. Yeah. Well, people need to get concerned, or they won't be a track at Nashville. That no. happens. And when nobody shows up, it happens. We we like going to Nashville twice a year, Rowdy, if not more. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow. It's not quite halfway, but it's it. It's got history. Well, it's got history for you and I. That's for sure. Uh, with any questions, all, yeah. with any yeah, questions we, all you got to do is go on Facebook and look under the fairgrounds of Speedway in Nashville, and Claire will have something up. She's kind of been ringing the bell. People better be paying attention, I'm telling you. not, you know, you're going to lose a great Speedway there. Yeah. Yeah, historic speedway uh, that doesn't deserve that fate. It deserves to be, it deserves to be around for a long, long time. Yep. They they could still they could still pull a crowd to that for races, Rowdy. We've been there when they have. It's such a big, big seating area that sometimes it doesn't look you know it may not look full, but you got eight nine thousand people in there. Right. Right. Well, Mark, I, I stopped at Natalie Decker while I go on the points, but we got Gus Dean is sitting at seventh, and uh, Joseph Griff is sitting at eighth with Brett Holmes in ninth, Brad Smith in tenth. Hey, Con Nicolopoulos is eleventh, uh, Christian Ekins. And you know he's not been able to race the big races. He's twelve, and uh, 
Chandler's 15th. Harrison Burton, 13th. That's because when they do get to run races, they run very well in those races, Rowdy. Yeah. Yeah. They should. Yep. Yeah, sure do. So, that just, yeah, Christian's got a win at Madison. It, it was a fun, fun race to watch him do that at. Was that Chandler Smith? No, that was, that was, can't keep all these young guys together, Rowdy. I understand that, Mark. Uh, especially Christian when they're Ekins got, he got the Salem race. Okay. Yeah, there, Mark. I'm there, Rowdy. Sorry. Okay. That's all right. I thought you were going to say something. <laughs> and a good thing you did. Otherwise, we'd have more silence. <laughs> well, we had a little problem tonight. I don't know what that's all about. Uh, compared to some nights, it's just a little thing. So we'll we'll take it and go on. That's right. That's right. Uh, and uh, and so, we should have it in mind shortly. Mark, you said you was trying to get to a new track. What was your new track? Yeah, it's uh it's an ARCA Midwest Tour race. Uh, it's in Clover, Wisconsin. It's called Golden Sand Speedway. It's a third of a mile, super high banked oval. I've never, I've heard nothing but really good things about the racing and the track. So uh, I'm excited. It, you know what? It, it, it's hard to get to a new track for me. So one a year, and this may be my only one this year, Rowdy. That's that's kind of hard to believe in the mark. Yeah, but, you know, geez, the last couple of years, couple, three years, Jeff and I have been hitting them like crazy. So new tracks that we may have, you know, been able to go to in the future, we just took them right off the list and just added them on earlier than we expected. So it's it'll be a... a there, there are places you, you know, you enjoy going more than others, and uh, I'm sure uh, Golden Sands, from what I've heard about, it'll quickly, you know, jump into my heart and make me love it as much as any other racetrack it, there is. So, uh, yeah, I, just, I don't hate any racetrack. This sums entertaining, more entertaining, and for me than others. That's all. <laughs> well. It's like the road course, you know. I tell it. I always tell it. It stuck up until I looked at it as running dirt roads in a moonshine racer, trying to avoid the law and going left, right, left, right, left, right. And it just kind of, it changed the way I looked at road course racing, which was absolutely right. And uh, I, yep. I like them now. How? Excuse me. Are we going to enjoy the Roval? I don't know. You know, that's something to. Isn't that going to be in October, Mark? After Talladega. Is it before or after Talladega, Rowdy? It's either the week before. It's either the week before or the week after Talladega. 
Well, it, I don't know what's better for Talladega the week after or the week before. Say it, Talladega weekend, the 12th, 3rd to 15th. The Roval is to be determined. I don't want to bad mouth it because it may be a good race, Rowdy. We don't know. Yeah, it might be the best road race for the man. True. I just I just find it hard to, uh, after watching tracks like Road America and uh, Watkins Glen and even Sonoma, uh, uh, the beautiful new course sound just outside Birmingham. Uh, yeah, it's, it's Charlotte, you know, just as they cut out a few turns and uh, uh, added a few turns to the infield and make them go on the, the big track otherwise, uh, well, it's like I said, to be determined. Well, Mark, you cut out that grassy knoll and that picnic table or picnic blanket sitting out and watching them zoom by in the grass on the blanket, you know. That's gone when you go to the Roval. It's back into the stadium seat. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to adjust it for the uh, the fans at Daytona or Talladega. You could see them being able to do it a little bit because they have a little more room to work with. But you just don't have that extra space at a mile and a half like you do with Charlotte. Right. Right. Well, it's something new and it's coming. It may be the best thing that's ever happened. I don't know. <laughs> I, I hope so. Well, you and I have been around long enough and seen enough races and tracks that, you know, you got to give it a chance. You just can't write it off and. And not say it's right. going to be bad or it's going to be good. We're not saying either. We're just saying give it a chance and we'll see what happens. Because it hasn't run yet. Yep. Well, I wonder if Todd's got over uh, the two weekend bash that he had. Man, he had a run there, did he not, Mark? I'm He's got his silver covering, Rowdy. He had two hard weeks right there. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Uh, kind of reminded me of my back-to-back races this past week. Uh, one one night in northern central Wisconsin and the other night in central Michigan. So uh, we put a few miles on this past week, and I saw some really, really great racing, Rowdy. Well, Mark, you know, all you got to do is get in your vehicle and go. Yeah, yeah. if you get out and hunt them down, everybody's got a, a good local track somewhere to go racing. Within yep. what? But most people within 40-minute drive has got a pretty decent short track. Let's say 40 to 75 minutes, and that's not so far to go for some really great entertainment, Rowdy. Yeah. You know, like here, 
They've talked about bringing this the little local track back, but they hadn't brought it back yet on Friday nights. I think they do good on Friday nights during early spring, but not on Friday nights on football weekend. Man, you're not gonna beat that high school. You know, that's pretty much gonna take your drivers right there on Friday night. Yeah, yeah, that's at least the younger ones. Right. So No, I didn't think about that. Yeah, you're you guys are football crazy down there, Rowdy. Yeah, they are. <laughs> yes they are. I mean, we like our football up here, too, but we go by the seasons, not by the sport. <laughs> well, Mark, while we're down five races left, one make-up. Two of them, we have Springfield and then Grand Rapids with Berlin Speedway. Then we have Duquine, and then we have Lucas Oil Raceway in Indianapolis, and then we have Salem. I think Salem and Lucas Oil are back-to-back races, Rowdy. Yeah. See, that'd be one of them good weekends to mark with. Wouldn't be no need to go home because I could lay over somewhere in an RV up up the road. It's a beautiful thing. I like the thought, and I hope to pull it off. I got a great plan. I just got to have some cooperation. (laughs) (laughs) I have a beautiful plan. That's coming, too. I have a beautiful plan. I just need some cooperation. We're keeping our fingers crossed on that one, Rowdy. Yep. Well, we're waiting on Adam Mackey now, and uh, I'm sure now that you know he's got two things going on, two different tracks, you really know he's a busy guy. He is. He is. Uh, You know, I kind of remember him being busy last year with the two different tracks, too, so uh, we we, we talked a little bit about making Macon's an interesting little dirt track. It's really high banked. The uh, the at least when I'm there for the super late miles, Rowdy, the, those are the cars always pointed towards the infield as they go wailing by in the corners. So, uh, yeah, it, it's a it's fast, it's tough. The laps go by real quick. It's a, it's, it's the uh, the epitome of a short track. It's short. Well, makes for some great racing, doesn't it? It does. It's, I have been to making uh, in a year or so. I need to get back there for. I may not make make it this year, but I'll get back there next year. Talking about uh, pits, that uh, Springfield. Them's pretty tough pits in there too, aren't they? You gotta well, be you gotta no, be ready when you go into Springfield to make a pit stop. If uh, 
Uh, you know, we've discussed it before. Neither track was designed to race cars. They were designed to race horses. And uh, they make do with the facilities they have. Uh, I think the pits at Decoin may be more... They're both really tough. In Springfield, I, I don't know how to explain them. Uh, there, there's this very tight, confined areas. Uh, the, if there's a lot of cars in the pits at the same time, it can cause you a little bit of a, a problem. Uh, the pits there are just meant to be used if necessary, Rowdy, wouldn't you say? Well, I guess I lost Rowdy for a second. Uh, but he could be getting our next guest ready to, to come on. So I'll, I'll talk on a little bit. The, uh, what we were got, talking about. Got, yeah, Mark, I'm back. I, I think we got Tim the Spang going to call in just a minute. But we're still working okay. on Adam. And I, yeah, I know Adam's busy, guys. So hopefully he's going to have a minute. But if he don't, you know. We're going to, we'll tell you what he's got going on this weekend at Springfield. Yep. Yes, he can. We're, uh, we're, we, yeah, I, uh, that's, that's unusual for Adam, but Adam's a really busy guy. So with, with the weekend he has coming up, uh, I sent him a reminder today, like I always do. So he responded. Well, I well, he's he's got a lot going on. Uh, Ooh, Mark, I understand that. Play, you, three, you know that. Three races, you know that more. Track. Yeah. You found out he had more racing than what you thought he had after Logan come out. Uh, I realized how busy he was after Logan was on, and uh, realizing that they promote the Macon Speedway also. So, yeah, they 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 got a full and busy, busy schedule this weekend. Leading up to it, it's just probably a nightmare right now with logistics alone, Rowdy. Well, Logan gets in there and gets him a little seat time around there. Uh, you know, like you said, his advantage in the midgets was being able to see everything. And I can I can definitely see where that's going to pay off. Instead of having a spotter, I don't think they run radios in the midgets, Rowdy. I don't think they run radios in any of the open wheel sprints or midgets or that type of car. So uh, that might be something he needs to get used to, also, wouldn't you think? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Mark. Having somebody talk to you in your ear? Yeah, Rowdy. Not, well, uh, I don't have an intro like Tim brings you in with, and I'm sorry, Tim, but man, you know, I, I'm I'm gonna have to we're gonna have to search high and low to be able to beat the intro that you have for all the uh, <laughs> guests that comes into pit to the pit stop. <laughs> and I'd like to welcome back to the Rowdy Maglite Show, Tim to Spain. Welcome, Tim. Thank, thank you, Rowdy. That that really means a lot. How you guys doing this evening, brothers? Doing good, good. In here, Tim. 
We, Welcome uh, back. Always love to have me on, Tim. I get a, get the chance to chat with you. It's a good evening, buddy. Mark, I really appreciate that. You know, yeah, you know, I come in, uh, try to run the website, try to get everything set up for our show tomorrow night, but I still always like listening listen to you and Rowdy. Y'all do one hell of a job, and I want to, and I compliment y'all every week whenever I call in, but yeah. Well, thanks. That's, that's, it's good to, to hear that, Tim, and uh, I know Rowdy appreciates this as much as I do. Well, we lost him. Uh he just he fell off there. Just as, as soon as he finished his, he fell off. Very. Here we got Adam Mackey here. All right, how's I'd it like going, to guys? Hey, Adam, doing great, man. Let's welcome back. Uh, we talking. Yeah, after thanks we, for we having had me, Logan guys. On. Thank you. Uh, after we had Logan on and found out he was going to be racing at a race in Bacon, Mark figured out that you was going to be really busy next, this weekend coming up. Uh, you yeah. got a heck of a show coming up, don't you, Adam? Yeah, we've got a Friday night at Lincoln Speedway. Then we've got Saturday afternoon at the State Fair for the Silver Crown. Then we've got Saturday night, of course, at Macon for the Power Eye Midgets. And then Sunday afternoon, back to the State Fair for the ARCA race. So, We've got four events in three days. It's the company's been doing this for a good number of years, and uh, it's pretty grueling. It's the most grueling weekend in racing for us. Well, uh, Adam, looks like you're going to have great weather. That's the key to the whole deal right there. It is. It's very important. You know, they, it's pretty early in the week yet to even look too hard into the weather forecast. I know they're calling for some rain midweek, which is okay. Um, you know, by the weekend, it looks pretty good for saturday friday is a little hit and miss right now in our area um, but saturday looks great for the silver crown race as well as our races at Macon saturday night and then sunday uh hopefully it'll be good for the arca race and we'll be uh good to go adam you've been around for quite a while have you seen competition as stiff as as you see with these kids in arca this year you know what i said this about arca last year I felt like last year ARCA really kind of turned the corner on having just a a good number of drivers that filled the field. And, you know, you could always predict that that Enfinger was going to win and, um, you know, he was going to be the top guy. Well, last year Austin Terrio had a great season in Schrader's car, but there were four or five other young kids that are very talented that came from late models at a very young age, a teenage uh, years, and and they were competitive, and, and they could – step up and win a race well this year it's the case again you know you've got Sheldon Creed and you've got Zane Smith and then you've got a barrage of others that are not only you know family has money and they're able to get very good rides but they're talented kids as well so it's a good combination and and they're very very good race car drivers so uh, you're seeing the future of the top three levels of NASCAR on the the racetrack for ARCA events right now Absolutely. You know, we had Logan Spivey on just before you come on. And, uh, you know, he's going to be racing the the two dirt races for Venturanian. You know, you you had, when he went into their shop, he had to bend a vial. And to know that you could win in a car any given race, all you got to do is get in and start. And if cards fall in the right direction, you're you're in winner's circle. 
Yeah, absolutely. You put yourself in position, and especially our tracks coming up, our uh, track at Springfield, our track at DeCoin. If you're a decent driver and you can handle the dirt, the change from asphalt to dirt, and put yourself in the top five, usually it comes down to the last couple of laps at those two tracks. Some wildness happens, maybe a late race yellow comes out, and then it's up for grabs. Uh, the crowd, if I remember right last year, was standing in the grandstands watching the last couple laps of the race, and it got loud because of uh, you know the excitement down the stretch, waiting to see who was going to win the deal. And, and the and we say it all the time: the aviance and everything with the fire in the backgrounds and the, and the racetrack, it just makes for a great race weekend. It does. It absolutely does. It's a big event, just the race itself, and then you add the state fair in with it. And uh, it's really big. If you're looking for a little more laid back but still a big event, obviously DeCoin is the place, such a beautiful setting, and the fair isn't quite as intense, a little more laid back all around. Um, but they're both great events. And the Illinois State Fair, the, the Springfield Mile, and the speeds that those tracks bring, and to put the cars on dirt just twice a year, it's just it's just a great combination, and it's a great weekend. And I talked about Saturday's event with the Silver Crown cars, and they just put out the entry list, USAC did, and they've got 43 cars pre-entered for the USAC Silver Crown race on Saturday. And uh, and then the ARCA list just keeps getting better for Sunday as well. So I'm really, really looking forward to it. We've got sportsmen there this weekend as well, and uh, we called the guys and confirmed a number of others today, and we've got 20 confirmed already without even you know maybe getting a hold of everybody so it's going to be a a solid three fields of race cars this weekend mark you're live with adam mackey there my man thanks rowdy welcome back adam it's been too long since we've had you on uh, we always enjoy having you on and listening to the exploits of track enterprise good to be here so if it's your busiest weekend of the year uh you know, Roddy and I were talking a little bit earlier, and you guys had the uh, the coin race at night a couple of years ago. Is there any chance that may happen again? Hey, there's always that chance. It was kind of a rare deal. We had an opportunity to uh, to get to race on a uh, a Saturday night and a Sunday night, and then we did it, and it was pretty successful, and it was fun racing the Silver Crown cars at nighttime, as well as the Arca cars at nighttime. Uh, to be able to do them both was a good deal. They they wanted to move us back to Monday, though, because they love our racing being on Monday afternoon, Labor Day, because when we weren't okay. there on Labor Day, there was no one around. The fairgrounds were empty. So it really left a wow. void for the fair that they needed us on a Monday to help their vendors, to help uh, their fair be successful. They needed us on a Monday, and plus they can put a concert in on Saturday night and fill that void. So... We uh, we wanted to stay on Saturday night and Sunday night, but uh, but they wanted to have us on Sunday and Monday like it's been, so uh, that's why we went back to that. And it, it works out well either way. We're happy to have it regardless of which days it's on. That's, that's understandable, but, yeah, it, it was just the ambiance, the whole setting that day for for that night race. And uh, when, it, when it finally got dark and all the, the fairground lights in the background off the – uh, the seating area and on the grandstand area there, and it was just really neat. Yes, uh, it definitely brings a, a different feel to it, and of course the temperatures are a little cooler, so we like that as well. For some reason, <laughs> uh, it seems like every year we go to the coin, 
you know, like last year, I think a week ahead of the decoin race, it was calling for like 78 degrees. And I said, well, that would be perfect. And then I looked the next day and it called for 80. And by the time the race weekend rolled around, it was calling for like 90 degrees. So uh, it just seems like it's always about 88, 90 degrees at decoin every time we go there. Um, but nonetheless, it's still great to have an event there. Such a beautiful place. Yeah, I would imagine. Uh, well, you know, we we uh, we saw each other in Nashville, so we don't want that Nashville weather like this past year. So I guess 90s better than that. Yeah, 90s better than 35 in snow flurries anytime. Uh, I'll take that. Yeah, I just remember, you know, afterwards talking to people. Were you at Nashville? Yeah, we were there. I didn't see you. Well, everybody was covered up so heavily with clothes and hoods and hats. Nobody recognized each other. Yeah, no doubt. It was it was crazy when when Arca was on the track uh, practicing and and literally snow flurries were falling down. I couldn't believe what yes. I was seeing. I said I can't believe we're doing an event today. And we had actually talked about you know trying to pull the plug earlier in the week because we knew it would kill the crowd and and Arca really wanted to have the race and uh, there were some diehard fans there and you know we thought no one was going to show up and watch. And at least there were some people that showed up to watch because it was frigid. You know, you think 35 degrees, we talk about not even having a race when it's under 55 degrees. Well, it was 20 degrees cooler than that in, you know, the mid South. I mean, it wasn't like we were in Ohio or Illinois or Minnesota where they're kind of used to cold weather in the month of April. They're in Tennessee where it's supposed to be pretty decent temperatures at that time of the year, close to 70 and we were about half that. So it was definitely uh, uh, the coldest I've ever been to a racetrack to do a race. It made for fast racing, though, guys. It made, for fa- it made a great race. It did. It was a great race. Uh, I, I enjoyed it, uh, but I also enjoyed finally getting back to the RV and getting the heat turned up afterwards. So, yeah, I think it's easier to. Uh, to, to keep warm and to cool off, but that was just ridiculous. And hopefully, that was one of those 100 year events, and we won't have to deal with that again next year. Yeah, uh, we would we would be more than happy to have at least 60, 70 degrees next year in Nashville, no question. <laughs> I'm, I'm all for it. I'm you know I, I like getting down to Nashville a couple times a year and enjoy the atmosphere and and the warmer weather you know that that you usually get that time of year. So. We'll we'll keep our fingers crossed on that one, Adam. Yeah, I heard you guys say you were talking to Logan Seavey, I believe, uh, running the ARCA race yeah. this weekend. When I saw him entered on the list, it really kind of excited me. Uh, such a wheel man. You know, he's great in the Power Eye Midgets, and then we got to see him. Uh, so we get to see him race quite often, and then got to see him in the truck race where he did a very good job. Actually surprised me running a, a bigger, heavier vehicle like that and doing so well compared to what he's used to driving. So I, I think he's going to be very good this weekend in the ARCA race. Well, I found out, like, you know, we were talking earlier, Adam, uh, I didn't realize you were going to be as busy as you were. And now that we've, you know, we've talked, we find you were even busier than that with the uh, uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So, uh, the best of luck to it. Uh, have a good, safe racing weekend with all your competitors, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you on Sunday. Sometimes running by us uh, at the speedway. Absolutely, I'll be there. Be good to see you. All right, Aaron. I'll turn you back over to Rowdy. All right. Take her away, Rowdy. Thank you, Mark. <laughs> 
Uh, Adam, listen, it's always great to see you. And and I, honestly, uh, yeah, it's going to be a heck of a show. And like he was talking about, I had a good feeling about Logan. That's why he come on with Venturini Motorsports tonight. Uh, you know, he's he's a wheel man, and he likes the dirt. And I think his experience is going to kind of, because got Shelton Creed. I, I'm telling you, it's an, it's that's 12 drivers right now. You can flip a coin if there's not 15 that can win that race. You've got coming yeah, up. Yeah, you know, when I first when I saw the first entry list and it had about 10 or 12 cars on it, I said, I wonder who else are going to get added. And now the list is up over 20, and it's strong. And you got guys like Christian Eckes and Riley Herbst and Ryan Unzicker. How about him? You know, he's always a threat because of his dirt racing experience. Travis Braden, uh, they're kind of looking to turn their season around a little bit. He is a very good driver, and they've just had a lot of bad luck this year. Uh, Zane Smith, to see him on the dirt, interesting to see how he does again this year. And uh, making her first dirt track start in the ARCA cars at the Springfield Mile, uh, Natalie Decker. So a lot of interesting stories going into Sunday. Um, you know, you take that, that list of entries right there and you put it away in a vault and open it up in five years from now and look where they're at. And I'm, I'm you're going to see some Sunday drivers in that list right there. Oh, yeah, no question. No question at all. I think uh, Zane Smith has that ability. I think Sheldon Creed has that ability. Um, you know, I think Travis Braden honestly has that ability to run in NASCAR's top three levels with what I've seen him do. I think they just bad mix of bad luck and maybe not the top-funded team. You know, being one of the top-funded teams in ARC has hurt him a little bit this year. Uh, Christian Eckes, he definitely has the ability. I saw him at 15 years of age win the Snowball Derby and put on a show. Uh, so, so there's definitely a handful of drivers that I think we could see at the next levels. Adam, tell us where we can get tickets and uh, how to follow you on social media. Well, if you're in Central Illinois, the place to get tickets for the ARCA race would be at Menards, the the Menards in Central Illinois, because you can get them for a discounted price of twenty bucks a ticket voucher. If not, you can still get them for just twenty five dollars by calling our office uh, at. 217-764-3200, and you can also call the Illinois State Fair box office and order tickets for Saturday's USAC Silver Crown race, or you can call to, to order the tickets as well for Sunday's ARCA race. So there's a, a bunch of different ways you can get tickets for our events this weekend at the Illinois State Fair, and of course for Lincoln Speedway Friday night for our uh, 410 Sprint Car race, as well as our Macon Speedway race Saturday night for the Power Eye Midgets, you just get those tickets at the gate. Adam, uh, Menards, man, that's that's a heck of a deal when you go, get your discount through Menards to go to the ARCA race, isn't it? That it is, and a lot of people take advantage of that. They get their tickets ahead of time. Uh, it's a voucher, so you'll still turn it in at the gate. Uh, you'll turn it in at the ticket window, and then they'll get you a reserved seat for your choice, basically, where you want to be on Sunday afternoon. Adam, we appreciate you coming in and spending some time with us on Monday night, sir. No problem at all. I almost forgot about you because I was busy working here in the office, and I said, doggone it, it's 7.15. I better give him a call. Thank you, Adam. We appreciate it. We understand, friend. All right. Thank Thanks, you, guys. Adam. Yep. All right. That's Adam Mackey putting on a, a great event this coming weekend. And then uh, jump, skip a week, and then the following weekend is the coin. It's a busy three-week stretch there, Rowdy. 
Do what, Mark? It's a busy three-week stretch for those guys after coming off. Well, after the 11-week stretch, it probably won't be so bad. Exactly. They've got a little bit of time to catch their breath. Uh, hey, let's see if we can get Brian Tim back in here. We kind of dropped him before right. Adam filed in. Hey, Tim, we kind of lost you while ago. I'm back, gentlemen. Yeah, I, I think it was me. I was trying to do the uh, the uh, husband type uh, deal here, try to wash and dry some clothes, and uh, I, I had the phone in my pocket, and I think it might have it might have butt dialed and cut it everything off. But I'm back. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for having me, guys. Well, we just had Adam back in, and uh, Adam's with Track Enterprises, and he's getting ready for Illinois State the race. At uh, Springfield, so uh, that what two more races, wasn't it, Mark? He's got that weekend. They have a midget race uh, Friday night at their uh, dirt track in Lincoln, Illinois, and then they have their midgets again Saturday night at their dirt track in Macon, Illinois. Plus the Silver Crown USAC cars Saturday afternoon at uh, the fairgrounds in Springfield, Illinois. And then the ARCA 100, Alan Crow 100, for, for the ARCA cars presented by Menards at, uh, on Sunday at the fairgrounds. So they're busy. That was a mouthful to say. <laughs> Tim, who do y'all have on the show tomorrow night? Uh, tomorrow evening, Stephen and I, Stephen Wilson, SpeedwayDigest.com, just right outside of the Richmond Raceway. Uh, my good co-host, he has got a host of uh, one of the NASCAR weather guys uh, at Race Weather. Uh, Mr. Aaron Studwell will be joining us. And also he has a tape interview from Brian Neerdolf, uh from also some of the NASCAR weather people there. Uh, if y'all follow Twitter, uh, Brian and Aaron, they do a really great job of uh, posting the uh, the uh, radar from every track that NASCAR goes to, you know, to sort of let the fans know how far out the storms are and if there are any storms, if there is any rain. And you guys know we've had a lot of rain issues this year with uh, NASCAR. But they also, uh, them two do a really great job, but we're going to welcome them into the pit stop with Tim Spain and Stephen Wilson and Maureen. Well, I tell you, we uh, got to look at those uh, Triton blowers a little bit down in uh, – Gateway, and those things, Tim, in the back of them beds of those trucks are V8 engines that run that. I mean, those are house daddy set up there. It's unreal, Rowdy. I mean, you could take a uh, 2.66 mile monster like I say here at Talladeg Super Speedway, you put the jet dryers, you put them new uh, uh, Air Titans out there, and they can dry a track. I mean, as big as Talladega Super Speedway in probably about 45 minutes after a good downpour, and then you know get some sun, some sunshine in behind that, which sort of helps also. But right. I think when NASCAR, when NASCAR got these new uh, Air Titans to sort of help these jet dryers, it it takes the red flag and probably cuts it in half, brother. Yeah, they're pushing some air. I mean, really, it 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 blows that 
blows that water off that track where that jet dryer is actually drying the track. And Heck, you know, weather we got now, it's drying regardless after a rain because it's still hot. It's staying. Yeah. So you, you get that, that right. That can, yeah. It, it don't take long, Red. So, in well, you know, we've had some, even in ARCA this year that, in the six years I've been following it, we've been pretty lucky. You know, we we had a rain delay at Talladega where we late over the next day, and also at Kentucky. But besides that, we run them till this year. And Mark was at Berlin when they uh, had to put Lask well, on the twenty fifth, didn't it, Mark? It is rowdy. It is, and yeah, they they went on as long as they could, and it had been drizzling and raining, and it stopped, and the sun came out, but you looked at the radar, and they were in a while off again, so they just, they pulled the plug, they did the best they could, and uh, hopefully the makeup date will be a good event. Well, uh, Tim, they, they, was it Bristol this week? Yes, sir, that's right. Uh, we got the Bristol Night Race coming up, the NRA Night Race there at Bristol Motor Speedway. Uh, Suzanne and I, we have been fortunate enough to attend that probably seven or eight times, but we're not going to make it. Stephen Wilson and his wife, Anne Marie, they're going to venture up there uh, probably after our radio show tomorrow evening. Uh, it's going to be Stephen's first trip to Bristol. They're going to cover everything with SpeedwayDigest.com and the Pit Stop Radio and uh, – Anne Marie is the official photographer there for uh, Speedway Digest, and also the social media manager. So they're gonna they're gonna venture down to Bristol, and then the following week, uh, I think we have the weekend off. Don't get me to quote that because I've been so darn busy. But Suzanne and I, we will be venturing up uh, on Labor Day weekend. We're gonna get up to Darlington Raceway, big throwback weekend there for NASCAR. A lot of a lot of cool paint schemes coming out of NASCAR and the uh, teams that I've posted some on my website, pitstopradio.net, that y'all can check that out. But we're going to venture up there with Stephen Wilson and Anne Marie for that weekend. And then uh, my next race, will after that, Suzanne and I will be going to Talladega, which I'm sure y'all are going to come down for that also. And Stephen's not going to be able to make it to Dega. So, uh, rather, you know, we're going to have to – we got that radio room, like I mentioned last weekend, probably oh, weekend, probably, but probably the Monday before that. Uh, we're going to do a couple live shows from Dagon. I think Steve and I are going to try to do a couple live shows from Darlington with a big throwback race weekend there. And then Suzanne and I will be going down to the final race for championship weekend down there at uh, Homestead Miami Speedway. We're going that, that's going to be a big deal. I can't wait to go. I hadn't I hadn't been down that far. And probably going way down further south than I've ever been. And you know how it is, Rowdy, over in Carbon Hill uh, around November 15th. The highs is probably in the 50s. But uh, when I go down to Homestead, Miami Speedway, I'm, I'm hoping highs are going to be in about the 80s or 90s. So that's going to be pretty good. Oh, it, uh, pretty good <laughs> deal there, bro. It was a beautiful weekend, Tim, because honestly, I had a tent. Uh, I stayed in and I slept. Great. I mean, it was just one of those beautiful weekends. No rain. Just everything went right. It was. It was. It was great. That's awesome, Ready. And uh, Mark, you're going to come down for the fall race here in Dega, correct? I'll be there, Tim. 
Kevin, okay. Ten and four. And like I had mentioned last week, uh, we were very fortunate. Uh, I hate to keep uh, hate to keep harping harping on everything, but I want to thank Russell Branham, Grant Lynch, everybody here at Tyler Silver. Like I said, we have a radio room, so we finally yeah. got somewhere rowdy. Like we can sit down, we got the internet, and it's going to be right across from Claire B from Sirius XM NASCAR Radio Channel 90. We're going to be right across the right across the hall from her. We got that radio room, and uh, that's going to be really awesome. Uh, like I said, I've got to probably order some more cords and mics and stuff. But uh, when y'all come down, I know Steve is not going to be here, Mark Rowdy, but we're going to try to do a big radio show here. For the uh, fall race here at Dega, the 1000bubs.com 500, uh, Russell Brenham and the and the great bunch out there is putting on. We're gonna try to give him a big uh, a big shout out, and we're just gonna you know we'll just sort of do a group radio show like I said last week, uh, the Rowdy Maglite show with uh, Rowdy and uh, Mark and uh, Tim and Suzanne and Stephen. Uh, it's just gonna be a really great deal, and we're gonna have two hours that Saturday morning. And we'll have two hours that Sunday morning, and we got to do it uh, where we will not infringe on uh, MRN broadcast, and we got to do it when we don't infringe on. Uh, which now, since Fox Sports handed over the, to NBC Sports, we got to do it before that because we don't want to infringe on copyrights on all that deal. But Russell said, as long as y'all do it before that, uh, everything's good. Gonna be awesome. Can't can't wait to get y'all down here and do this big radio deal and walk around and. Get interviews from, you know the uh, which the, the Xfinity series are not going to be here this fall. It's going to be the trucks and the uh, and the cup. Uh, they're both going to be in the uh, <clears throat> excuse me, going to be in the uh, not the cutoff race. But they're 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 both going to be in the in the chase. So that's going to be pretty cool to do all that. And uh, I can't wait for all that to come up. And I want to thank y'all again for being part of it. I want to thank Steve and Suzanne and. Uh, just everybody that has helped us along. Uh, if I can, I want to thank uh, Dennis Warden up at Darlington Raceway that has helped us get our credentials. Uh, there's so many people to thank. Uh, uh, Becky Cox up at Bristol Motor Speedway that is uh, giving us our uh, MP3s to play uh, during race week. Uh, gentlemen, I, I mean, there's so many people I can thank. I don't want to start and leave anybody off, but. Uh, Las Vegas Motor Speedway, they send us all their radio stuff, all their PR stuff. But uh, it's been one hell of a ride, guys, and I hope it don't stop now. Yeah, Mark, and I've enjoyed it, Tim. We, you know, we got a pretty good thing going here. And uh, somebody, you know, if you don't think, well, ask me, what about this weekend, Monday night? I'm like, dude, it's every Monday night. We, we've got a it's just the way it is. I don't, you know, it's six o'clock. We got our show and it's not when we want to, it's we're doing it Monday night. Is that right, Mark? It's every Monday night. It's every Monday night. And that's what I plan on doing for the next few Monday nights in the future. So, uh, yeah, hopefully we can keep doing this fun thing. I, I agree, Tim. It, it's, it's a lot of fun. And if you're not having some fun with it, it's not worth doing then, is it? Amen, Mark. Amen, brother. We all having fun doing this, and uh, everything is on uh, Stephen Wilson's server up there, just right outside of Richmond Way. But gentlemen, if I can, before I jump out, before I jump out of here, 
this is not does not really have nothing to do with racing, but uh, I'm gonna let everyone know your your listeners. And I'm probably gonna mention it tomorrow night uh, with my Reverend Reverend Joe Bubico out there uh, in Southern California. Suzanne and I joined a local Baptist church here this past Sunday morning, Ridgeview Baptist. Uh, my good friend Tommy Strickland is the uh, preacher there, and uh, we joined the church and. I've got to get baptized Sunday because I my letter is at a Methodist church and the Baptist wants you to be baptized rather than sprinkled. I was sprinkled, uh, but yeah, I was thirty. <laughs> so Rowdy and Mark, uh, this coming Sunday, I'm fishing to get slam dunked in a baptism tank here at Review Baptist Church in Talladega Super. I often say Talladega Super in Talladega. By my good friend Tommy Strickland, so just want to let everyone, just let everyone know that uh, I've made that extra step, and uh, it it really wasn't me. The good Lord chose that path for me and told me to go that way. And like I said, Suzanne's already been baptized, so she she ain't got to be done. Like I told Brother Tommy uh, Sunday morning when he brought us up in front of the church, I said, Tommy, I said I don't mind you dunking me, just don't let me drown. Well, Tommy. <laughs> Thomas said, well, he, uh, he, he was going to ask Suzanne, said, how many bubbles you going to leave him under? Uh, 10,000 for two, 20,000 for four. So they might be trying to get my insurance money. I hope the preacher don't drown me, guys. You'll be all right. You'll be all right. I hope so, brother. Congra- Congratulations. Congratulations. Him. Yeah, I was baptized with my two kids, my son and uh, my daughter. And my son looked at me and goes, Pop, that, he called me Pops back in. He said, Pops, you not been baptized? I said, no, son, I've been waiting on you. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, that was a great, that was a great day. All right, Tim. That's good. Uh, All right. Thanks, guys. Looking forward, Thanks hey, for listen, having we're me. looking forward to Talladega. Oh, yeah, we are. Uh, you know, we got Talladega. I am, too. We got all that coming up. Uh, and, you know, Russell Brenham and them uh, – which I, I don't want to take up all y'all's time, but, you know, I went out to the media deal there, and I think I've talked about this on y'all's show, Russell Branham and uh, uh, Chip Wild and everybody there at Speedway uh, at uh, – not not SMI. I wasn't, uh, anyway, the Speedway are going to do that $50 million renovation, y'all, and it's going to yeah. be completed. Uh, I'm – Thinking of what Russell told me, it's going to be completed by the fall race of 2019. So we're going to have more media seats. We're going to have more room down there. It's going to be a big open air venue there for the fans, for the uh, for the garages and everything. Big deal there. So all, yeah. to all your listeners and to all of my listeners too, that that uh, when they mentioned they thought NASCAR was going to come up for sale, uh, I just don't think it's going to happen because you got. Uh, Russell and them here at Davis. You got ISM Raceway out there in Phoenix. You got Darlington. You got Richmond. They're spending a ton of money to renovate everything, so it will be fan friendly. And I want to give a big kudos to NASCAR, uh, and I'm gonna say Brian France because Brian France was part of it, even though he's going through his little deal. God bless him. Which Jim France is interim now, but. Uh, uh, Lisa Kennedy, Ben Kennedy, and all that, they're doing an awesome job to renovate all these tracks and 
to bring the fan experience. That's what everybody has wanted, uh, to get the fans down there where they can actually see the garages, talk to these drivers, talk to these crew chiefs without having a hot pass. Because y'all know how hard it is to get a hot pass and many credentials, and we're very fortunate enough to do that. But to get that out to the fans that actually want to get down there, I want to give kudos to uh, uh, ISC and all them for doing that, guys. Hey, listen, Tim, did you see where NBC, did you see Junior and his group, Ward, uh, Jeff Burton and uh, Kyle Petty go out in the infield at Michigan and meet with the people on the buses and mingle with them and sign autographs? And Kyle Bush was hugging. Kyle Bush goes, uh, they said, somebody said, what you got in that uh, cooler there? He goes, well, I've got koozies, but I'm trading them for beers for Junior's bus later tonight. That <laughs> <Beth> was throwing <laughs> koozies out. So, hey, they had a big time, and, you know, everybody connected with that, you know. They wanted Junior's autograph. They wanted a selfie with everybody. And, hey, I say, hey, great job. Do it at the next race and keep doing it because these are the people. If you're in the infield, guys, y'all know it. There ain't nothing cheap about being where they're at. That's expensive real estate for a short period of time. But your experience is like no other, right? Amen, you know, you right. wake oh, yeah. up to racing. You go to exactly. bed to racing, you wake up to racing. So, you know, they were right. out and seen these people and, and they looked like they were – both sides were having fun, and that's what we've got to get back to. There's more to – it's great to see the cars go around, but after the cars quit, everybody's socializing and talking about the the, the next day or the day they just went through. Amen, Rowdy. Exactly. NBC put them guys out there just like you said, and everybody sent it on TV, and Dale Jr. signed that number 88 bus. And that's what the sports. That's what the sports about, right? You know, you you have your your bus that you drag around to to the tracks. Y'all have, uh, I think, the Dagadoo Club. Y'all are in big with them also. But just dragging the buses around. Just you take Dale Junior. You take Cal Petty. You take all them guys. They went out into the crowd. I want to give NBC Sports a big kudos. Not Dog and Fox. But I want to give them a big kudos and a and a hell yeah, because that's what the fans want. Come out, talk to the fans, and just just mingle, just be yourself, just like Dale Junior is. I have uh, been very fortunate enough to interview Dale Junior on a, two or three occasions. He's a super guy, but as far as the media side of it, the fans don't see that, and I think that's a real a real good gesture there from NBC Sports, guys. I I love Junior on there. I think he brings he brings the racer back, the racer today, and I just I just I, I connect with it. I connect better with him as an announcer as I did with a driver. Exactly, right. and you know all the uh, Sirius XM NASCAR channels now with uh, Mike Bagley. I listen to him very religiously. And they did these little, these little sound bites. And uh, that time, you know, Dale Junior. Hall, slide job, slide job. Well, that sound bite has just stuck with Dale Junior. And it's pretty cool. 
because you know he didn't win a he didn't win a cup championship, but he is his daddy's son, and he was a hell of a damn race car driver. And to put him in the role that he is now with NBC Sports, I think that was the best thing that that ever happened. You know, because he was the most popular driver. I don't know, ten, twelve, fifteen years, and you know you can't compete with that. And now. I think since Chase Elliott won that, here I go again. I'm oh, yeah. Since Chase Elliott yep. won that race at, uh, at Watkins Glen a couple of weeks ago, uh, he is he's sort of sort of taking that next step up right. to probably be a popular driver. I mean, you know, because Bill Elliott won his first, uh, his first race was on the road course there at uh, Riverside, California. That's where he won his, too. And for Chase to win that race there at Watkins Glen on that road course, that that was pretty neat. And, you know, a lot of fans, Mark, you, you know, a lot of fans say, you know, he was given this, he was given that. Well, hey, the young man did not win a race till his 99th start. And that means a lot. I mean, you know, the, I don't think the young man was given any special stuff to get where he's at. And uh, that pool over, in Dawson, yes, sir, that's right. And that poo hall over in Dawsonville, Georgia, they got to ring that siren for not only Bill Elliott but for his son Chase there. And I think that was pretty neat, guy. Yeah, I do too. I, <laughs> I was proud. That's just like that passing the torch to the next generation. Amen, Rabbit. Exactly. Tim, man, we're going to wind this thing up. I appreciate you calling in and being part of it. But it, it you know, we always say you never know who's going to call in to the Rowdy Maglite Show. <laughs> you got that right, brother. You never know. Donald Trump might call in next week. <laughs> you, know, you never know. <laughs> got Thank you very much for having me, Rowdy. Thanks, Mark. I know y'all want to get out of here with with y'all's last thoughts, so I'm gonna go ahead and jump out. Again, thanks again for all y'all do for for Arker racing and stuff, and we'll talk to y'all next week, brother. Thank you. Thank you, Tim. Thanks, guys. This is power. This is tradition. This is Talladega. The biggest party of NASCAR returns October 12th through 14th. Bring the whole family out to Talladega Super Speedway for the Kid VIP experience. Kids 12 and under can choose from a number of great options behind the scenes, like guided garage tours, pre-race photo ops, and more. This is more than a race. This is Talladega. Well, Mark. What a night, Ooh, man. Monday, over, I can't believe it. Hey, yo. I'm telling you, I want to thank Chase Purdy. Calling in, man. Good luck this weekend coming up. Uh, Logan TV. Hey, appreciate you calling in, Logan, and good luck this Hey, uh, both of you be safe, dude. Adam Matthews putting it on. Adam, you be safe because I know he's doing the hustle bar from one track to another. Yes, he is. Rowdy, it's been a good Monday night and a good guest and a good show. And until next week, we'll see you. All right, Mark.
taking her down to the three-minute mark tonight, brother. Too high, drivers not approved. Sound familiar? With over 30 years' experience, GSI Tow Truck Insurance can design a policy within your means. All we write is tow truck insurance. See to Shining Sea, Wisconsin to Georgia, Los Angeles to South Dakota. We have you covered. So, what are you waiting for? Call or text us for a non obligation quote at 262 501 7244. GSI. Big or small, we write them all. Autobahn Indoor Speedway is Birmingham's premier corporate events venue. When your team races together at speeds up to 50 miles per hour in their electric pro carts, they'll leave with a recharged new bond. They guarantee it. For more information on how to book your company event, visit AutobahnSpeed.com. He was always the bushwhacker at the floor of Bam Lounge. A northern boy just soaking in the virtues of the South. Driven down from Boston, he left five feet of snow. Taste after those white sugar strands to the Gulf of Mexico. Waved his hands in the air, he had his voice rose through the roof. Spreading the message of his undisputed truth. Like an old time revival, his old spirits gave him wings. He said, This is the promised land, it's one of the hardest things in me. If you get that special feeling that goes deep into your bones If you've been moved by power grooves coming out of muscle shows If you ever dream war ego, we got our rolls down tight You've been paradise It is just a way of life that y'all have down here Dreamland ribs, what's going on, I'll go big. Can't in Montgomery, and you know he saw the light. Can't nothing like those sweet magnolia nights. In the tight curves of a southern girl in those town day nights. Alabama gang from Hewitt Town, a rocket city ride. 